already started. Cheerio. Mm. All right, we are we are live. Uh, hi, uh, Sebastian McConnell Schulas. I I pronounce Schulas. That way, it's a double A. Welcome uh, to the welcome to the Frida show. We're doing a, a fast one today because yeah. I think we only have about uh, forty five minutes. Short and sweet. Mm. It's forty five minutes actually, not that short. Know, but uh, but uh, well. half an hour, too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if we manage to do it in in fifteen minutes, we do it in fifteen minutes. Right? We'll try. We'll try. Mm. You say stop. Yeah. Um, welcome. Thank you. Uh, fine. We we've been talking in. Of doing this podcast for when did we start? A year almost. A year right? ago. Yeah. How long have you kept doing it? I think I, I started about a year ago. Yeah. 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 So you're in the You see your number. Number eleven, I think. Okay. So the eleventh podcast. Oh. So that means I almost managed to do one th- one a month. One a month. Yeah. Yeah. On the website, I say uh, I try to do this every week. <laughs> so, uh, so once once a month is not that bad. Oh, uh, well, mm, it's fun so far. But welcome, welcome you. Uh, we met we met uh, years ago uh, when you invited me to do a show at uh, Galerie Galterie. Yes, remember Gal- the good old days. Hey, it was a, uh, it was nice. It was now it's just a supermarket. They put a supermarket in there yeah. on the second store. No, on the first. Yeah, on the other side. Yeah. Now the the second floor is just condos. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. So I haven't been there since. No. But uh, it was okay. It lasted one year, yeah. one and a half maybe. But you know the toilet was bad. And the <laughs> shower was like just the shower put in the middle of a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It smelled. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a rundown building. Was but it was a pretty cool initiative, anyways. I mean. It was good. You guys, you guys ran a, um, you ran a pretty busy program then as well, right? It wasn't. It was a lot of people. It was the group exhibitions, so it was once every other month, mm-hmm. and uh, we only had three shows there. You did, <laughs> yeah. And then we had one at Schuvolmen, uh, yeah, where we were invited, and it became uh, a bit too uh, dandy, or not dandy even. It was just like. Uh, a lot of rich people, and we got a, a flat for free. Yeah. So we exhibited some, uh, yeah, some different artists there. But then we moved to Hove. The last thing we did was uh, Hove Festival. Yeah. With um, Mom and Jerry, in an old camping uh, wagon. Mm. Uh, so that was good. It was a good uh, finish. Mm. And then we started the Saltarelli Salon Salt. Yeah. Which was in Mölligata. Yeah. And now that's over. That lasted two years. Yeah, then th- yeah that was more. That was twenty-four exhibitions. Yeah, you. Yeah, I uh, I exhibited there too. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I'm very grateful. It was a yeah. was a great show. It was fun to to work in that space. And this drunk fourteen-year-old yeah. guy came in and uh, destroyed some of your work. He fell on it. Did he? Yeah, it was a paper hanging from the. It fell on the paper. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't serve minors, <laughs> but we did. Yeah. But this happens a lot with my work that people destroyed. I always really enjoy that because uh, they feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's, you know, and and these people really remember, remember that show because. Uh, yeah, because they destroyed it. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> I met one guy that meant it was, uh, you should be able to destroy works you didn't like. Mm. So he destroyed works all the time. But I think he finally had an exhibition and then someone destroyed his work. And then he started crying. And he was really, yeah, yeah. got angry at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's silly. That's silly. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so, so you've been running spaces and now now you stopped the space, but uh, weren't you starting something new again? Wasn't that? Yeah, or, or I gave the space away to uh, five people. Yeah. So it's in the, in the same space. It's called Lab Dimensional. Yeah. So they had uh, Sebastian Helling and uh, Tamurist. Now yeah. they're keep keeping on. Yeah, but they just took over now, right? Just yeah, they recently, just took over. Yeah, yeah. yeah in yeah. December. So yeah. they've been fixing the space. It's much nicer now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I haven't had much time to go there. It's, it's so hard to to get around town with with the family and all these you know running your own gallery and, and stuff yeah. Like that, so. Mm. I have a cat, but mm. 
Yeah. Kids stay at home. The cat, the cat can take care of itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Just put it in a room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lock the door. And Lock the door. Yeah, and hope, hope, hope it will be fine afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's fat and fine. Mm. That's good. Yeah. You're. Um, uh, mm. Anyways, that was a, a fast introduction. A fast, fast introduction. Uh, yeah, you're also uh, you're also involved with uh, uh, Project Schule. Yes, right? I'm a teacher there, mm-hmm. uh, together with Vild uh, van Krog, is the principal, and uh, mm. Marianne Bredesen, Charlotte Wetterstad, mm. and others. Mm. So that's a good school. Yeah, you started a half a year ago or something, wasn't it? No, yeah, actually two years now. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Straight after I went out of uh, Kiel. Yeah. That's nice, and it became uh, a two-year school now. Yeah. So uh, it was a f- one year before. It was one year, yeah. 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 It's been for eight years. Yeah. So finally, we got it to be a two-year school, yeah. so you can follow the students more closely. Yeah. Yeah, because a year, you, you 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 hardly get to know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, I hope they'll get hmm. get into the academy and hmm. the things they want. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. The show is 13th of May there. It's the final the show for them. Yeah. Yeah. The 13th of May. So they are a bit earlier than, than the others. Um, yeah. 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 No, they're actually at the same is day, it? I think. So that's the problem. But Is it? Yeah. Better to come there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It might be. Uh, for me, it might actually be more interesting because see, I've seen all the works they... Or most of the works they show. Yeah, they do some... Uh, I guess, but... Uh, Blood installations, stuff like this. Oh, Maybe yeah, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's all different kind of stuff. Yeah. That's fun. So it's pretty busy now then? Yeah, it is now. It's Oslo open too, so mm. we opened up so yeah, the students you, you, could show. Yeah, you, and, but you have your own studio open too? or? Yeah, it's at school. Yeah. So oh, you have your studio yeah. there? Yeah, on top of the... It's a new space in the factory by Doga and Jakobskirke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mari Buskata. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two locations now. Yeah, it's two. It's one where the school is, and then it's yeah. one for the second year where they have their ateliers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, you as teachers get one space there too. Yeah, we we share a space. On oh, that's top. that's yeah. brilliant. Mm. That's really good. Yeah, it's now I I wish they would have that uh, at the academy too, because I think it's it's so much nicer that you know the the people who teach yeah. are. You know, working there as well, because I mean, that—that's where you learn most, most from seeing how other people work, right? Yeah, they had before, didn't they? I don't know. Yeah, they had. They had at Mellegata. They had some, some, uh, some professors staying and working. Yeah. Mm. I think that worked quite well. Mm. But now with the, the the new school, you know, they they didn't consider this, or you know, you know how it goes. Yeah, it's mm. a mm. sin. Yeah. But so you were part of Oslo Open now, um, a lot of people came? Ah, oh, well, I don't know, 60, 70 people. Oh, yeah. They're still coming now, so I'm, I'm going back. They have these guided tours, I don't know if everything is going according to plan, but yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's the best Oslo Open in many years, at least. Yeah. 420 artists, Yeah. and just 80 of them is men, so the rest is female. Oh, wow. So... Wow. It's different than other. I don't know why it's like that, but yeah. Mm. And then um, I'm having a show at uh, Künstlerns Hus. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, about it. yeah the with a book launch. That's nice. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, the Institute of Art and Crime. Yes, it's a dialogue. <laughs> but is it um is it a novel or is it a? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, we have the door open here in in, uh, in Gallery Demon's mouth, so uh, so we hear everything that comes by. Uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, yeah, it's fiction, but uh, it's uh, it's four characters. Yeah. It's the artist, the curator, uh, the junkie, and the psychopath. Yeah, and they talk together, and then they visit this uh, institute of art and crime. Yeah, where they go through different. Uh, uh, Artists, which has been criminal in one way or another, yeah. yeah, and they are true examples from real life, yeah, and it's illustrated. And yeah, nice. Yeah, it's nice. So that opens the 9th of May, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. seven. Then it will be an exhibition. I got this um, Tony Johnson guy 
He's um, he's an inmate at Pelican Bay Correctional Facility. Yeah. He's been he has uh, he's serving three life sentences mm -hmm. for murder. Mm -hmm. But he started uh, painting abstract uh, when he went to jail. Yeah. And he's in a cell with a 23-hour lockdown. So he, wow. he, uh, he has one hour. Uh, one hour out in the yard or something. Mm -hmm. And the cantina and stuff like this, uh, and he doesn't meet anyone else at the rest of the twenty-three hours. Yeah, and uh, he started to paint uh, because his psychologist said he should. Yeah, and uh, but uh, but he, he's not allowed to have anything in his cell. Yeah, so he made his uh, paintbrush from his own hair. Yeah, and then he um, took like uh, M and M's from the canteen. Yeah, and he watered them out so the like the coating of them makes yeah, yeah. the color of the. And he only paints on small postcards because that's the only thing he's allowed yeah, to have. Yeah. yeah. And he's not allowed to sell it, but I can. Uh, it's another guy, Stephen Kurtz, which is, uh, you know, he has his collection, then yeah. he gets the money and it, he transfers it to his mother, and his mother can transfer it in wow. to the, the ja jail. Into the jail. Yeah, yeah like yeah. small amounts at a time. Yeah. So that's <laughs> nice. Um, so I got them. Uh, it's really, really good work, actually. Yeah. yeah. So you got one of these works. You, you. I have four of them actually. Oh yeah, you bought them. Yeah, they're for mm. sale. Mm. <laughs> oh, you sell them? I, I sell them. I, I thought I would buy them myself if no one wants them, but mm. I, I tried to get them in somewhere in mm. some collection of some kind that would mm. be more prestigious than my flat. No, I don't agree with that. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, uh, it's great with collections. I mean, they're very important, but. But uh, uh, I, I don't believe they're they're better or worse than, than you know the private collection, home collection. You because know, in a collection they they're you know on display certain amounts of times, but mostly they're in storage. So oh, they, yeah. you know they they're away, and hmm. you know in your home or in your in your private collection, you know they're visible most of the time. Yeah, not like to, to that myself. many people, but but at least it will be. You know, yeah. I thought just for his visibility that he could maybe be a mm. bit uh, respected somewhere. I don't know. It, but mm. it's, uh, it's doing a show of him in National Geographic, I think, or something. Mm. Or BBC is doing a documentary about him mm. and his work. Mm. So that's nice. And it's uh, Elmir de Huri. I also have one. Next. Uh, he's the forger, the master forger. Yeah. From Hungary. Yeah. Yeah, so I got um, one of his uh, preliminary sketches of uh, a forgery of Mugliani. Mm. From I'm just borrowing it, uh, but th that's a nice one. And he's uh, he uh, forged art like uh, Picasso, Renoir, yeah. a lot of uh, different artists for 25 years. Yeah. So so you will show these works at Kunstnisus. Yeah. Yeah. Where where you where will you show them? The, In the first floor, the um, the, the back big room, room yeah. the, not the big room, the auditorium. Yeah. 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 And two small rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The two small rooms. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Then it will be a uh, Malin Martens will do a cello suite of uh, mm. Johann Sebastian Bach, mm. and it will be a tableau vivant with mm. the Siriot mm. in the middle of the room, mirroring a, a pivotal scene from the book. Mm. And um, yeah, Elmer Dihuri, uh, of course, Tony Johnson, Eric Gill. You know him? No. He was this perverted uh, religious artist. He did the Gil Sons, you know, the font. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. He was a religious artist. He was very respected. Mm. He made a lot of works for the Catholic Church and BBC Broadcasting House, mm. stuff like this. And um, he was actually a founder of a group that later, many years later, became Greenpeace. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. He always said like, uh, you should do what you want at work and yeah. what you need to in your private life. Yeah. But then when he died, they found his uh, journals and it uh, uh, it showed that he, uh, <laughs> he had a sexual relationship to both his daughters, his sister and his family dog. Oh my God. And he'd been drawing like sketches of his penis. Oh my uh, God. Um, for, for his whole life. So he, he just got uh, blacklisted. Tate uh, bought a work of him yeah. by his younger sister Gladys. He made a, a sculpture of her yeah. and he called it uh, fucking. 
but then Tate uh, thought it was a bit too much, so they rechristened it to ecstasy. Oh yeah, it's still there. Wow. So, yeah, and the Catholic Church has uh, still has his work. Yeah, well. Yeah, what can you do? It's like Michael Jackson, you know. Should you stop listening to him, even mm. though it would be if he was a pedophile? If mm. it would be sure that he was a pedophile, yeah. would you stop listening to him? Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, well, it's a. I mean, I think that that is one of the most difficult. I think difficult things in in a society, you know, ped pedophilia. I think it's it's you know. It, there's no way you can justify that. No. There's no way. No, no, no. You know, that's not the, uh, you know, even yeah. murder. You can, in some cases, you can somehow understand or justify. But pedophilia is just, yeah. you know, it's the it's the worst. But um, you know, it still happens. Murder still is happens. justified if you kill your pedophile father, for example. Mm, you for know? example, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's uh, and and the point of the show is not to like uh, justify. No, no, I it's understand acts, that uh, yeah. at all. But uh, still, it's it's kind of uh, art has to be in one way mm. amoral, not unmoral, but amoral. Mm. So and and showing something doesn't make it worse. Mm. It's like concealing it makes it worse mm. in some cases. Mm. Uh, but of course, you have the re responsibility. Okay, how do you show it? Because you know, by way of showing it, you know, the way you f you frame it, the way you you create it, the way you you. Uh, Formulated, yeah. you will you will say say a certain thing. You will uh, you know you will yeah you will give it uh, a certain kind of energy and uh, so I think that that is quite a responsibility in these uh, probably you know in this whole uh, crime crime scenario you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that I mean it bring, brings with a certain responsibility to to really deal with these issues and and uh, 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 not just uh, it you know it's all all right yeah yeah no of course uh, and but crime in a way is uh, functional or it's healthy uh, it's necessary it uh, it creates uh, value in a way mm. uh, you have to have the act and not just like the discursive talk about something for actually having rules mm. or law at all mm. so uh, it's not uh, something uh, I would wish away even though it's uh, terrible it's, uh, mm. well it's, that's an interesting point I think uh, if you I mean the question is can we imagine a world without crime I mean, that, that's the real question you know is it can we as humans imagine it? and that that would mean that we 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 uh, would be able on the collective scale and on the individual scale to to face our shadow side and and yeah. uh, and and accept it and give it a place and control it and you know it that's be a, a very that's a passive world I think without uh, any or or as you say how does well, laws come about uh, or mm, society mm. in general. I don't necessarily agree, because but but this is this is a, this is a, I think is a very interesting point because um, uh, one thing I personally always had a problem with you know this this statement that oh you need you need the bad to to you know ex experience the good yeah I don't believe in that you can uh, you believe in just uh, I believe you can just have the good I do believe in that. You know, in heaven or here on earth here on earth yeah it's no problem you know and and I, I, uh, uh, the yeah. thing is the thing is the bad exists mm -hmm. but uh, uh, you know and the, the bad exists so I don't deny the bad being there but you know uh, uh, they are not related as such you know the bad just happens it's not and, a dichotomy and it's not like a dualist no, uh, no, no, exactly. worldview I, I agree on that but I also think that uh, if you have law or you have a society it's based on excluding people that does not fin fit into mm. this mm. Uh, common mm. idea of what's what should be allowed and what should not mm. be allowed and at the first part like in the creation of any society you have the problem of 
punishment you have to punish mm. pedophiles you have mm. to pu- you can't let them wander around you know mm. and well, um, and even even in a in a more painful way you know uh, in certain societies it's, it's criminal to be homosexual for example you know yeah, and you're yeah, gonna, yeah. you know you can be punished for that which is you know that's exactly where uh, el mildihuri who was uh, he was gay mm. and he went to prison not for forgery but for yeah being gay yeah uh, so, so that of course you have and, and it's a lot of uh, criminal people that can teach teach you something about life uh, mm. Rosa Parks, uh, Socrates, uh, Jesus mm. <laughs> mm. they were all criminals mm. uh, but that is uh, opposition to suppression stuff like this well the, the thing I think the interesting thing about the criminals they make they make they make society in a certain way visible yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I mean and and so I you know I, I see a point where I say okay uh, you know this is a function of society and it in it uh, uh, but I I do believe it's a function but I don't I don't believe it's a necessity. Um, but but it's uh, a society without any criminals would just stand completely still because yeah. no one would push the boundaries of what's legal or not legal or be innovative because innovation is in some ways linked up to uh, going uh, surpassing some kind of law for something doing something new mm, well if you do the cliche outfit. yeah yeah i mean uh, that uh, i would say that's partly true because uh, uh, you can perfectly well push the limits without you know breaking the law that yeah is, you, know, you can. and 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 so i don't believe that that uh, society would stagnate but what I do believe, uh, um, I had this conversation once with a with a person from Israel, and and she was she was telling about kind of how dull life seemed here in Norway because you know you didn't have this fear of you know a bomb dropping in your back uh, garden you know yeah, yeah and and actually this fear g- gave these you know, people a kick you know and like mm-hmm. they felt alive because of this you know this threat this constant threat and yeah you know, there's something to say say about that but. Uh, you know, I mean, you partly relate to that. Okay, you know, you you don't have this this fear, but on the other side, this fear takes a, takes away a lot of life energy, which you which you could have used in creating in yeah. in you know in because uh, uh, that's the other thing. You know, if the threat is too big, you know, you're not going to create. You're just going to survive. Yeah. You know, and we as a society over the millennia, I mean, it's never been as safe as it's now in the world. Yeah. No, yeah. And and that means that most people prosper. You know? yes. Most people uh, you know have a, a a reasonable quality of life, and that's because you know a thousand years ago, if you came to a, you know if strangers came to your city, you were scared shitless because they were gonna you know kill you, rape you, plunder you, you know yeah, yeah. burn your burn your house to the ground. Mm. And now you can go to almost any city in the world, and you you're reasonably safe. You know? but that is when. Uh, Morals or ethics is mostly preoccupied with preserving human life in some way, mm. preserving uh, the welfare mm. uh, or just the survival. And uh, you have the vegan dilemma, you know, you, you mm. have a wolf cub and then you have a small baby boy and you're asked which one would you like to save, you know. Mm. And then uh, some vegans would say, yeah, I would save the wolf cub, mm. they're much more... Oh, well, uh, well, there was this case that these the two vegans, their kid died because, the, you know, through malnutrition and both of them went to prison because of it. Oh, I haven't heard of that. But and, yeah. And, you know... Uh, but this is this, and it's also this um, uh, voluntary extinction group that started where they sterilized themselves <laughs> and, you know, tried to make the population go down. Mm-hmm. Some of them do take suicide even. It's mm-hmm. a very depressive group, but... Still, it's it's a point to be made there that mm. you know you you actually it's nothing wrong it's nothing morally wrong with choosing the wolf cub instead of the baby mm. it's only the the human survivalist you know our species mm. and but if you say it the other way around you say let's feed the baby to the wolf cub mm. you know you you then mm. he has food too <laughs> then it would be a completely different dilemma uh, even though it's completely the same mm. because. The baby dies and the wolf cub survives, mm. but it's always uh, it's linguistics too. It's uh, it's how you how you tell a dilemma. It's how you 
mm. uh, present it to others that makes it uh, a moral discussion. Because, uh, you know, uh, always this either or question here, you can also decide to say both. Yeah, you know, uh, that's but, another choice. But then and you're, yeah, then you're breaking the rules of the yes, dilemma. Yes, exactly. As and an innovator, uh, well, a criminal, for example. You know? yeah. but because as soon as you get into this either or or state of mind, mm -hmm. you know, things get fucked up. Yeah. And and there, there's never just these two solutions. There's always more solutions. You know, and and maybe all survive. Kind of right, and mm. but then they have a chance to you know to to pick up again. Mm. Right? Yeah, I I agree. It's no duality there. It's not like, mm. and crime is not lack of empathy, and it's not doing something bad, doing mm. a criminal act, in uh, a country where you have a despot. You know, mm. you have all these different points to make, and of course you shouldn't use like uh, the autonomy of art mm. to make uh, uh, to legalize. Genocide or something, mm. uh, yeah. um, but uh, well, luckily art doesn't have that much power to to really you know they can make stuff visible, but they can't really you know yeah, make yeah, things yeah. legal. Yeah, that, that's yeah. true. But visibility it is this old thing that the visibility sanitizes in one way. Mm. Uh, light uh, equates with soap. Mm. It's like uh, if if things is out in the open, uh, you see now with all this. Uh, You know, technology, these, iPhones, yeah, you know, yeah. all these things. And um, it's not a panopticon anymore, it's like a multi-polyopticon. Everyone mm. is watching each other, it's not like a big brother scenario. Mm. It's weird. Well, we're the all... big brother scenario is there, and and then there's the... Uh, I mean, the big brother yeah. scenario is there. I mean, yeah, uh, we, we could. Uh, this yeah. this has been proven now by, you know, just this this uh, the Snowden thing that the NSA is basically yeah, playing big brother, right? Yeah, 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 NSA, But I believe. you're right, on top mm. of that, You know, mm. we're watching each other. We're, we're, uh, you know, the interesting thing is that, that uh, uh, in the social medias, you know, you're just mm. showing the sunny side. So the dark side, you know, disappears in in darknet. You heard about that? Darknet. Yeah. This is, is the, the the shadow internet. Belly of internet. Yeah. yeah. This is shadow I, internet or whatever. I lived with it. a web designer that said he, he he was there, and it's only like you know prostitutes people you want someone killed call mm. Mm. you want guns mm. you want yeah yeah all, uh, all the things that's not allowed uh, mm. but still it's um it, the problem lies in the, it's not uh, I, i don't think at least or you can't talk of it even in this way that art should have some kind of uh, they should do something about some political issue mm. of mm. some kind It's free, and uh, freedom is the ab absence of obstacles to the way of realization of desires, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so so um, trying to be political in art, that is actually something I think is sometimes a bit unmoral. Mm -hmm. I find it problematic when, when you um, artists go to death row, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, I doing some knitting or something mm. you know making a piece together with a criminal and mm. but they don't they never say their they never talk about their kind of perverse pleasure mm. in this mm. you know they're just uh, talking about it as a political issue as that mm. uh, I'm helping him in some way or mm. and and um, for me it's more a perverse pleasure mm. of meeting these people I, I don't know if I can help them and uh, it's not even my My, your job it's to, not yeah. my job to help them it's my, I can it's I not can, your calling either no, apparently because that's not. that's the other thing because I think I mean uh, it is it is uh, uh, I mean uh, this compassion part let's say like that you know if you if you connect with an inmate and you you know and, and you uh, I mean Shashti Andvik for example she she used to work a lot with uh, with uh, yeah. Yeah, inmates and mm. You, you know relating to anything and I think that's that's a a, a perfectly uh, valuable standpoint because it I mean it goes it go y y you're right you know I mean in that in those piece or in these kind of thinking and, and you know there's more more like her or you know who yeah. work like it uh, there is the per, you know the perverse perverse pleasure of yeah. you know being so close to death Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. being so close to the thing isn't really enlightened that much yeah. although it, it seeps through but But uh, um, I think that's a val valuable expression too, where you know that that is taken out of the equation. You know, yeah. while your choice is much more to you know, okay, 
let's let's make that side visible just this you know maybe yeah. the, the the pure the pure pleasure of of confronting death uh, but not your own i but i meet my own limits of course i i also write about uh, john wayne gacy the one serial killer clown from mm. the states which mm. killed 33 young boys raped mm. them all this mm. and he started painting uh, pictures of himself as Pogel the clown mm. so it's just clown pictures and they're very naive but unsettling and very uh, mm. um, but still uh, I tried to get in touch with people that had these pictures but they're selling for $22,000 mm. it's become a, like a, this group of it's more on the it's, it's on the verge of mem, uh, murderabilia where mm. you like you buy the knife you, of the killer yeah, you, you know you like collect this. yeah yeah more like yeah. I think at that point it doesn't have to do so much with art anymore it no. has more to do with yeah you know, this as as you say this obscure pleasure of you know of of you know having some kind of connection to death you know yeah. without really you know confronting your own mortality. Yeah, and actually o almost like uh, something religious, you know, something that the object in itself has some kind of aura or mm -hmm. something because oh, it was mm -hmm. used to kill someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the I say the the magified, uh, the, the, the I say the magicified, yeah. magic like the the how do you say it? the magicified, <laughs> the object alive or you know the you know an ob making an object into. Uh, there's a really nice word for it. I, I of course forgot it now, but it's uh, object vivante. I don't know. No, oh. I'll come back to it. Yeah, if if I remember. Otherwise, we'll just uh, yeah. leave it out there. But uh, the, the, yeah, and uh, and also huh? oh, here it comes. Some, uh, I think guest. we get visitors here. Should we? Pause? All right, we'll pause for a second. Uh, we're back on track. Just had some visitors here. Yeah. Nice they were people. nice people. They, yeah, yeah. it's really nice. They were from um, they were from the neighborhood. Ooh. I always enjoy that when people come from the neighborhood. You know, we're uh, common people. No, not common people. There's no common people. But just There's people. No I mean, common. you're you know. I think it's so important that you you know whatever you do that you. I, I'm a big I'm a big uh, I say fan of the community. In, in a sense, not that I'm very active as a, in communities and stuff, but I think you know. I mean, we have a really good relation to Vespa, for example. You know, they come to our openings, and yeah. we hang there out there all the time. That's nice. And uh, uh, so I think it's important that you know you have it's a good like communication word, uh, with them. The word "dugnad" in Norwegian, mm. mm. helping out for free. Mm. And uh, in the eighties, this was one of when it was a. Uh, they checked with people, they asked them what, what is the most Norwegian word, mm. they answered Dugnad yeah. in the 80s, but in the late 90s it was no, it wasn't on the list even. Yeah, <laughs> that's a shame. Yeah. But yeah. It's still pretty Norwegian I think. Yeah, it is, it mm. actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyways, where were we? We were talking about crime and art and limits. Limits. You know, your own limits. Yeah, because that, 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 that was also a point that what I'm thinking about, you know, because uh, no matter what which approach you're gonna have, you're gonna have some kind of self-censoring, right? Uh, yeah, that is uh, a problem. Hmm. But uh, I try not to, or uh, or I think it's uh, not that important. Uh, uh, who I, I think it's very much uh, it's all too much focus on on the artist when when you ask, you know, about the work. It always ends out in uh, who are you and what mm. you do and what's your. It's a human trait, I guess, that you want to know the, the mm. things behind. But uh, in some way, it's not. At least not in this project, it, it, it's not that interesting mm. uh, who I am. Uh, I try to find that these other people I talk about is much more interesting than uh, I am. But I mean, you have the role as a curator here much more, right? Yeah, and yeah, an, organizer. An, I would say, yeah, just organizer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. a nice word. I love that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. The curator is, uh, but that's to take care of. Curator is the right word, but curator got so contaminated in a certain sense in the, in the last five, six, seven, eight years. It's a lot of people. I curated my living room, mm. or I curated my dinner party. Well, that, that's that's perfectly fine. But yeah. I think the curating has become. The curator has almost become more powerful than the art itself, and I think that's where where things get out of hand. 
they talk for the artist maybe or, or the artist is the curator uh, it's probably it's also I, I read a book uh, recently uh, I would never actually have read it by the title because it sounds very uh, posh it's like mm. your everyday art world I think it's named yeah. by Lane something I don't remember uh, yeah. but um, he said that he, he was a teacher and he said that also in the 80s he asked his students if you're in a court of law and you have to explain what you do what would you say? Yeah. And most people said, I'm a painter. Yeah. Or alternatively, I'm an artist. But uh, then he asked the same question in the 2000s and people say, I do stuff or I do art. Mm. And you don't, you, you're not, you're not it anymore. You're not, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not do, uh, I'm doing it, but I'm not an okay. artist. Yeah, I think that's, a, I a, think that's a very sensible progression, I think, because uh, I, you know, this idea that you are an artist, yeah. you're not an artist, you do art, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, you can call yourself an artist, mm. and of course people people will also call yourself an artist, but or, or, or a bookkeeper or, or whatever, but, but uh, it's this question of identity. Where do you get your identity from? Do you get it from the stuff you do? Is that your identity, or does your identity lie somewhere else? <coughs> Because uh, yeah, <laughs> or but but it's not work either. Uh, <laughs> or maybe the artist yeah. uh, should be allowed to uh, to be lazy. Uh, maybe it should be allowed not to be specialized. All all these kind of questions. Uh, or you know this. Uh, it's a joke about the masochist and the sadist. Mm -hmm. and the masochist uh, says to the sadist, uh, "Please hit me, hit me," mm -hmm. and the sadist says, "No, never." And uh, maybe, uh, maybe the the art student or the uh, the artist is is in a way this masochist and, and democracy is uh, the sadist, mm. uh, which we have this idea of the free uh, autonomous soul, where you're not uh, you're not allowed to kind of uh, grade people anymore in like you're a good, you're a bad, you're uh, like mm. A B C D, mm. one two three. Uh, this is of course good, but it also uh, makes uh, a, a, in a way some. I think uh, you get depressed. <laughs> you can get depressed mm. of having this freedom that is uh, completely. In one way, uh, it's not allowed, and in another way, no one says it's not allowed. Or mm. Mm. and that's interesting. Uh, but do you? F um, um, mm. You hear this no. jazz song in the background. It's nice, I don't know where it comes from. No, uh, no I, I forgot my question too. Uh, a nice question, but you know, it's good that the nice questions disappear to say. It might not be that interesting. No, but... Uh, yeah, you know... Yeah, do, do you think this has to do with that, that everybody thinks they're an expert? Yeah, or this idea that yeah. okay, you know, every, you know, for example, cameras are so accessible and everybody has cameras on them now all the time, mm. and and uh, which is very weird if you, you know, I mean, mm. if you said this like ten years ago, like everybody, you know, in two thousand fourteen, mm. everybody will have a camera on them yeah. or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that, mm. but and that makes okay, you know, so everybody thinks they can take pictures, so everybody thinks they, you know, they can. And maybe they can. They can That's create. maybe the and problem. No, but but they can. Mm. Yeah, they can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look at YouTube. YouTube is filled with with uh, videos people just made and just you know and and some of them uh, you know b become hits as 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 that said you know and that means that that it resonates with a with a large number of people right. But uh, you're right that that is not a quality control you know. I mean, no, not at all. And and uh, how do you talk? about quality in, in, you know, in, in a, in a wor wor world like that, you know. Yeah, it's, but it's like, uh, yeah, uh, Orson Welles made this movie about Elmer Dihuri, which we were talking about, The Forger, mm. and he said that uh, if, a, if a faker can fool an expert, mm. who's the expert and mm. who's the faker? Mm. And quality is in a way also very pro a very problematic word. Uh, in comp uh, w when you're talking about art, uh, because of course you have to have some some kind of quality control, but th th that's made by subjective taste. Well, the, of the, in course. the interesting, uh, you know, to go back to the forger, yeah, right. Uh, 
you know, you're, you're only going to forge work that is valuable, you know, and they are valuable, uh, um, uh, of course, because it's great art, but, you know, they're extremely valuable because of a market system, right, yes. of yeah. people wanting to possess, you know, a certain expression, mm -hmm. you know, which is a, and I think that's the weird part, you know. That's course, the, I, yeah. you know, it's, I think it's it's very very important that you know uh, whenever you purchase a, a, a piece of art that you you know you pay a fair sum for you know for this creation. Yeah. But but uh, um, it's like in the, you know there there's a, there's a there's a difference between a fair sum and an excessive sum, right? Yes, but it's a one percent or something that which gets to be an excessive sum. And, some mm, somewhere yeah, it's yeah. like uh, yeah, yeah. you do this you you, you say uh, how much does this cost yeah it costs that much because i used that much time on it or it's this big so i take yeah, yeah. Uh, i yeah, take that, my paycheck in front of how big it is or yeah. or, or this or is how painters things. often calculate it yeah, yeah, yeah. Like square yeah. centimeters okay you know i'm i'm worth 20 20 dollars a square centimeter i'm worth 50 dollars yeah. a square centimeter whatever and and uh, yeah. um that, yeah, I had a thought lately. You know, why is a bigger wor work worth more? Maybe because fewer people can make it, because they don't have the space to make this gigantic, momentous, well, I mean, if, work. if you're gonna make a painting which is, uh, you know, fifty by fifty, or you're gonna make a painting which is a hundred by hundred, yeah, you know, that's four times the size of your fifty-fifty painting. Yeah, know? and uh, but the fifty-fifty can can be you know can be better than if 100 100 we, we talk from the yeah. same same artist right because yeah, if you yeah. start comparing artists you know it, it starts you start to compare apples and pears right but yeah. the same artist makes you know a better painting which is 50 with 50 and a larger painting you know uh, which which is that's uh, maybe why people more expensive would, i don't know if this is a I don't do paintings, so I don't know if they actually uh, do this anymore. I, I guess they do, but it was much. At least it was the common thing to do before, mm. and now maybe you have the reputation. You have a lot of things that time has to say. You know, not only the time you use on a certain thing, but the the time we're using now. I saw you mm. looking at your watch. Uh, the time, uh, the time since it was made. You know, mm. it was made two thousand years ago. It's gonna be valued more mm. or it's well, uh, yeah. there's something to say for that because you know it, it somehow it somehow stood the test of time it just survived yeah. Yeah, the yeah. test of time right yeah. people wanted it for so long yeah that it was and they preserved, preserved it and, mm -hmm. you know, and whatnot or or it, or by accident it just got preserved through natural ways you know it got locked into a cellar room nobody opened for 100 yeah. years or whatever I, don't, I just make up yeah, make yeah, this yeah. one up but you know sure so yeah, there's and definitely definitely a, a value value in time. Like okay, how do we, you know, because then it not only has an artistic value but also a historic value mm. and a and a you know a cultural remembering remembering value. Mm. And the unique, of course, if it's a, mm. or like uh, Mona Lisa, which uh, of course was a famous piece since it was made, but not that famous. Uh, they they say that uh, Napoleon had it in his. Uh, bedroom mm. and uh, it hanged at the Louvre but it was not like uh, a thousand people crowding around it and then it was stolen mm. after that it's it's when the value yeah, went up yeah but these stories you know the mm. story that are attached to the works you know and the story yeah. that you know we were talking about the artist in that mm. sense is important because they create a story yeah right and that's that's why, that's, that's why these crime artists you're dealing with right yeah. uh, they uh, they will they will they will get some kind of uh, well, depending on what kind of crime they do, but they will, they will get some kind of recognition. But that will never, you know, never will get a Mona Lisa status. And yeah, because no, I, or some maybe uh, we we also have Eric Gill, which was a very good artist in the eighteen hundreds, mm. which made uh, he he was an artist, and then he went mad. Mm. and uh, he killed his father stuff like this mm. uh, he went yeah. into asylum he's changed his style mm. completely mm. he used nine years on each painting they're almost three-dimensional because he painted them with so many layers mm. and uh, he's he's valued not like Mona Lisa. But, nothing is but, like Mona Lisa. but you have to also see that in kind of the, the, the crime does matter you know I mean yeah. it, 
that he killed his father that was probably not I mean it's a horrible thing but it you know it probably had something to do with the father too of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so I mean you have you have uh, as I said the, the crime does matter in that sense right there's it acceptable crimes yeah. and there's there's unacceptable crimes yeah and then Eric Hill is the opposite the pedophile because he mm. that is not accepted it's not murder it's not a serial killer which gets it's just yeah, perverted yeah. Mm. sexual pleasure by having sex with your family and mm. it's no prestige mm. in that mm. but uh, with uh, Donnie Johnson for example you can say or you can say Charles Manson mm. he, he started making, making hand puppets he mm. sells them or he gets them out and they sell mm. it for him but uh, it's also the, the very speculative reason that collectors know he mm. won't fall in value mm. he's famous already he mm. won't become any less famous mm. he's done this and he's actually like also with the uh, Roman Polanski mm. he's in he has a link to him which mm. is very I read a, a Dutch author wrote wrote a book about this relation between Roman Polanski and, and uh, Charles Manson mm. he made a novel where I used these characters or these things a brilliant novel uh, it's a uh, uh, AFT von der Heiden, he's called. Okay. He's a, I Dutch. don't. I don't. Yeah, Dutch. I don't think he's translated that book. But uh, yeah, so yeah, it's a really thick book, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, and, and and then Roman Polanski, of course, went out and had sex with a thirteen-year-old girl mm. ra- right after his wife mm. was killed. Maybe you could like, in some way, understand it better because it's just oh, his wife is murdered. He's in. Uh, no, you no, know, no, you no, know? no, no. He he. You he, could tr- try to start doing these things, or or Woody Allen. Mm. He's a pervert, you know. He married his uh, adoptive daughter, mm. and now it's other uh, things. He's been uh, sued or something. It's the latest for other mm. young mm. females, and um, but you can't in a way hide it or you you can't put it on top of. I, I think even I think Michael Jackson is a good example mm. because I I believe may, maybe he was a pedophile and. If it was certain that he was, I would not stop listening to his music because it's not about him mm. raping young boys. But it's true. I agree to a certain extent. But I mean, if he would have been proven uh, proven pedophile, it would color his music. It would change yeah. it. You know how you listen to the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it would change the same thing if you, for example. Um, you know, let's say jihad music, like yeah. you know, like these these young jihadis who who probably have their own you know whatever punk band to singing yeah, yeah, yeah. jihadi songs and mm-hmm. you know which is basically not very public. You know, this is uh, you know their mm-hmm. own chants and stuff like that. Right? Yeah. and uh, you know, if you would listen to that, you do you do that out of this obscure pleasure of you know of yeah. just uh, and or, you, or just not knowing it like in the early 2000s when the gay community in Oslo was very uh, interested in um, dancehall and reggae mm. and this Buju Banton came to Norway singing Die in a Butty Boy Die and mm. it was almost only gays in the <laughs> audience yeah, well. <laughs> he didn't know they maybe didn't I don't know if they knew or he is <laughs> so, so it's just oh, thank God. But and also Michael Jackson is also one that transcends some kind of description. Is he black? Is he white? Is he a boy? Is he a man? Mm. Is he a female? Is he a male? Is he rich? Is he poor? Mm. Uh, is he asexual? Is he oversexual? Mm. It's all this. It's almost alchemic mm. in a way. You know, mm. when you transcend this, it's not the duality of things anymore. Mm. It's just like it's uh, a big mess. yeah, mm. you're exploding the ball mm. in some kind of sense, and uh, and then it it's. It is interesting, even though it's perverted, mm. and and that interest doesn't mean that you're you're going to become that, or you're mm. uh, or that no, the no. act in itself is what interests no, you. No, this, this is the same. This is the same discussion. Okay, spectacle. Uh, uh, oh, effects, you know, yeah. what, whatever Iron Maiden made uh, my son uh, kill himself or whatever. Yeah, 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 I yeah. mean, uh, yeah, you do have you do have your own responsibility in your own life, and and. You know, you can, uh, 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 yeah, so, uh, yeah, I agree with it. You know, it, it doesn't, I mean, if you listen to, to Michael Jackson, doesn't mean you're, you're a pedophile, no. right? I hope not. That it would be like four billion pedophiles in there. So, but, uh, uh, but, you know, uh, 
again, you know, I mean, these these have been rumored, and this can be just because there's powerful forces who kind of, you know, put old stories, uh, you know, down, so it doesn't get out in the open, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's a that's a perfectly reasonable explanation as well. So, but um, but there is a difference, you know. I mean, uh, before the NSA debacle uh, came out, like mm. that is okay. Yeah, they are actually watching everybody much worse than we ever thought. Yeah. And in a sense, before that, we knew that you know, secret agents and what they do, you know, they. Yeah. Yeah, keep tabs on everyone to know, you know, and it's just a logical conclusion. But until it came out, you know, it was just speculation. But yeah. as soon as it came out, it changed the whole game. Yeah, and then we touch on this that I think is very interesting that it's not like the 68th generation anymore. We can't stand on the outside of something uh, fighting it mm. inwards. Mm. We're uh, NSA. Uh, we're all, deep in the middle. The, yeah. we're, we're in the middle of it. And. Um, it's more a schizophrenic world where you have to be many people mm. if you want to make a room for yourself and that's kind of the point you have to be a trickster mm. in a way uh, where you kind of uh, blow up this balloon mm. where you have your free space I mean, in the I mean, middle to, and to, not to, the to go back to what you said about about you know when they first asked okay well, you know if you're in a court of law yeah. what would you say you know you know i'm a painter i'm an artist and mm. things and uh, I think what you described now is exactly what happened is that people, you know, they they don't say they're one thing anymore because then mm. they can be pinned down for that, right? So they yeah, say yeah. they're many things and they are many things as mm. well because, uh, I mean, uh, you're many things, you know, I'm many things. You know? yeah. uh, and and so... Exactly uh, the new, yeah, because the new, you, you, if you take just... Uh, very cliche, but uh, still Elvis, you know, in some mm. way, even though he got fatter and more drugged, he, he had his style going. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's not what uh, uh, celebrities do anymore. They changed like Madonna or mm. they mm. because it's not actually their personal life anymore. Or I'm me as an icon, you know, mm. like Jesus. I mean, if you, if you go to Lady Gaga, who, you know, changes her outfit every day. Yeah, yeah. Like and it just goes fast, faster, yeah. faster, like the automobile. Mm. Like an explosion. Well, the automobile doesn't go fast enough yet. No. <laughs> I want my flying car, goddammit. They <laughs> promised me that. It's just two things we never got. It's the flying car and the time well, machine. There's a couple of flying cars out there now. You can yeah. Get. But, um, I mean, not as we imagined yet. No. You're not where you I'm a fan of Nikola Tesla if we were going uh, mm. this way. But uh, I, I, I think, I we, think have we have to, to, uh, we have to wrap up. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we're... Yeah, we, we do this again. Yes, this is just the start, and then uh, we'll just do it again. So it was a blast. Thank you for being here. Thank you. And, uh, and uh, good luck with uh, Shona Nights. Too bad you can't be at the opening here at Demon's Mouth. I will maybe be had uh, in absentia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, same same goes for me in your in your show. I'll come and check it out. Uh, is it just for one day or is it? It's uh, for three days. Three days. So okay. it's open from twelve to six at Saturday. Yeah. And but Sunday. then I'll then make sure I'll I'll bring Nailis uh, in the artist we're showing. I'll bring him to you and we we'll maybe have a oh, drink nice. up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of I'll be there and the tableau vivant will be from one to two. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank Goodbye. You.